is Leslie Unger, Electric Impulse Communications, and this is Power Up Your Potential. I often respond to the top mistakes that amateur speakers make. And let me first define an amateur speaker. Many of the people that I work with are professionals. They're a professional attorney, a professional CPA, a professional CEO. But they're an amateur speaker because they're paid to be an attorney, a CPA, or a CEO. They're not paid to speak. That makes them an amateur speaker. The top mistakes amateur speakers make, I'm going to share with you not only the top mistakes, but three secrets that are rarely shared by professionals. Number one, you think getting your speech finished means you're done. You're not even close to being done. This is a mistake for a number of reasons. It allows you no or little time to practice. And until you say words out loud, you don't know how they work for you until you say sentences. For example, I love the word myriad. I think the word myriad is a really cool word, but I would not use it in a speech. I would use it in an article, but I wouldn't say it because it's an odd word for people to hear. And they're going to stop and try to remember what myriad means instead of continuing on listening to my message. So until you practice, you really can't be close to being done. And getting it done the day of or the day before is a big mistake. Another 21st century mistake that amateurs make is thinking that a fancy PowerPoint equals an effective presentation. Having a PowerPoint that dances across the screen or comes up at different times, oftentimes it actually scares the speaker. They forget that one graphic is coming up from the bottom right and another one is coming down from the top left, and they forget that, and they respond to it. This is not a contest of PowerPoints. You have an effective presentation when you have good content that connects to the audience that is delivered in a way they can understand. The third common mistake that amateurs make is the one of omission. Yes, it's something that, it's not that they do it wrong, it's something that they don't do. They don't realize that connecting with the audience is their number one job. They don't realize that it's not about their experience. It's not about their content. It is first and foremost about connecting with that audience as a human being. Several years ago, I got called in the day before a presentation. A bank was making it to the Banking Commission in New Jersey. The Banking Commission approves raising your ceiling of what a bank can loan. And without getting that ceiling raised, you're pretty much dead in the water. So they are going to the Banking Commission to make this presentation why they should be able to loan more money. We needed an intro that opened with a wow, that connected to the audience. So I'm thinking about a quote, and we're searching the CEO's office for any quotes that are around. And I remembered a quote that I had used recently from Beverly Sills, who was, 
identified with New York culture, New York symphony, New York opera, with all of the arts. And it was a quote that she made about failure. And we opened with that quote. Well, at the end of this presentation on banking, one of the Banking Commission members came up to the CEO to ask a question. Was the question about banking? No. The question was about the quote from Beverly Sills because the Banking Commission member was a huge opera fan. And that quote connected with him. And yes, they got their ceiling raised. The value of connecting. You've been listening to Power Up Your Potential with me, Leslie Unger, presenting you with ideas to electrify your future.